Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Give me the kid. The kid is just fine where he is. Mesmerizing, isn't it? Used to belong to Bo Katan. Yes, I know you've been traveling with Bo Katan. A friendly piece of advice. Assume that I know everything. Like the fact that your wrist launcher has fired its one and only salvo. Where is this going? This is where it's going. I'm guessing that Bo-Katan and her boarding party have arrived at the bridge, seeking me, or more accurately, this. But I'm not there. And I imagine that they've killed everyone on the bridge, being the murderous savages that they are. And now, they're beginning to panic. You see, she wants this. Do you know why? Because it brings power. Whoever wields this sword has the right to lay claim to the Mandalorian throne. You keep it. I just want the kid. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we close out season two of The Mandalorian that would have been a halfway decent bookend. But Disney is trying to squeeze as much out of this rock as it can. It's chapter 16, The Rescue. But first, he's the hot-headed Mando who comes into launch tubes hot to my one-track mind Mando who only wants a damn darksaber. It's James. How are you doing, James? You, you're no Katie Sackhoff, number one. And number two, uh, this week on Discovery, it was pretty awesome. I can't wait to talk about it because I am 100% done talking about this pile of shit known as season two of The Mandalorian. Well, well we're not talking Discovery, time. so you're going to be awfully quiet this episode. And he's the Mando who likes to pose on thrones like he's being painted into a Frank Frazetta piece and is now the de facto <laughs> crime boss of Tatooine, I guess. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Paint me like one of your girls, Jack. <laughs> one of your French girls. Jesus, you can't even get the line right. That's Rob. Yeah, that is Rob in a nutshell right there. Uh, James, what's happening around CBC this week? Around CBC this week, a cat was fired from Bad Gamers Anonymous for choosing uh, Ghost of Tsushima over Final Fantasy VII Remake as Game of the Year. Therefore, Bad Gamers Anonymous is now looking for a new podcaster. If you enjoy video games, if you like video games, and you think you can talk about video games, go to creativebraincandy.com forward slash apply and let us know. We're looking for a few good podcasters. Uh, so we're here to help you. We want to train you. We want to show you the roughs. We want to make you uh, better and make you succeed at uh, the passions that you are into. So creativebraincandy.com forward slash apply. Uh, and all we can do is apologize for Rob beforehand. A lot. Okay. Uh, a lot. Yeah. All right, Rob, you got Sounds some news good. for us this week. I do. Uh, the first thing is, uh, this week marked, uh, the day or, well, I guess it just marked the end of a baby, right? Cause the baby 
left to go with somebody else. And mm -hmm. we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't need to cry over it because a uh, another baby is coming back uh, in uh, January to Disney+. Plus. What baby uh, is this? And, oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Why did I don't you think ask? I am. It is the baby from Dinosaurs. <laughs> not the so mama. Not the mama. Yeah, not the mama, yes. So uh, Dinosaurs is coming uh, to Disney Plus in January. Of course it is, because they yeah. have no original ideas. Well, that and they own... Well, it's not a remake. They're just bringing it over, you know, because Disney owns everything, which includes ABC, which is where it originally premiered, which uh, ABC in 1991. Yeah, it's so. it's the honeymooners and the Jurassic era. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I'm guessing it's going to get revamped and it won't be anything near the honeymooners in the Jurassic era. Right. I don't because know if they're going to revamp it. I don't it know. It looks it was, like they're just showing the screw the the series. It's not like they're redoing it. So they're just bringing the old series back and putting it on Disney Plus. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, I thought they were not, redoing it. Yeah. No. 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 Right. Just. They're just bringing them, bringing the baby over to Disney Plus because they got rid of another baby. That seems more like it would be a Hulu show. Yeah. Would think so. May I don't know. Maybe they're trying to condense everything. No, I don't know, I don't know. because Hulu is the stuff that they're putting their more adult oriented, their more PG thirteen and up oriented stuff, and Disney Plus seems to be like PG and down. Which I have a huge problem I with. I, I really do. It Look, I get it. But here's the thing. Just like with Netflix, you can make, your, you can make profiles for kids, right? Yeah. So yeah. why not put some of your adult-oriented stuff on Disney Plus and make some of these shows that we like a little more adult-oriented? I, I just don't get it. I think it's a, a, a terrible marketing decision. It Going against, uh, you know, the princesses, of Disney and all of their animated stuff I, it won't hurt them in the long run. It just won't. I get that they have a brand and their brand is uh, family friendly, but it's okay to bring in some more adult oriented things because that's who's paying the goddamn bills, man. Well, yeah, but they can't know. charge My you. My three-year-old pays all the bills. Yeah, they can't charge you twice if they consolidate all their platforms, oh, that's though. That's true. Yeah, I don't do Hulu for that very specific reason. I'm not going to give them more money. I, I, I'm just not. It, I, it, look, if I'm going to compare Hulu and Netflix, Netflix wins every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I don't know. I haven't found a whole lot on Netflix lately that I really like over the stuff that FX puts out. And well, FX is on been, Hulu. We've been, <laughs> we've been watching, uh, I don't even want to say this because I know the shit storm that I'm going to get, but we've been watching Titans on HBO Max. Nice. What's that so, about? Right I haven't now, seen it. Young it's about Justice. the Titans. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up. You ever watch Young Justice? No. Teen it's, Titans. It's Teen Titans is what it is. Oh, okay. But it's more young adult than it is anything Dark. else. What they did is they took Young Justice, uh, the later seasons where they were a little bit older and they went through a lot of shit, and they just that's how they started Titans. Like so, there's a lot of backstory. They changed some things for live action. I really like it. It's okay. It's not anything good, but uh, like fantastic where I'm like, oh my God, everyone's got to watch this. But you know what? When I'm sitting around at night and I got nothing else to do, I don't mind watching that. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we've gotten to the point where 
we're we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of content that we want want to watch late at night because we've seen all the good stuff already. Well, it's better than I'll be honest. Like, what did what did we do before this? We Skinamax? didn't have time. I don't know. I always had time late at night to watch stupid bullshit. I mean, I always have. Like all my stuff that I get done during the day is stuff that I get done during the day, and then at night, between I don't know seven and ten. I'll watch like the things that I want to watch. But then after 10, it's like, it's a free for all of the bullshit that's out there. And if it holds my interest, great. And if it doesn't like nothing lost. Yeah. What else you got, Rob? So a few weeks ago, we uh, reported on the Arecibo telescope collapsing and all that kind of sad news. Uh, Good news. China has opened up their radio telescope, which happens to be the world's largest, uh, and they've opened it up to uh, scientists around the world uh, starting next year. So that'd be kind of cool. That's good. Um, I think, yeah, I think you have to go through um, their COVID factory first, though, before you get there. Um, their what? The COVID factory, right? Isn't that where it came from? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That was no. a long walk. That really was. China's kind of far away. <laughs> what else you got, Rob? <laughs> That's it. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. I at least I got a chuckle. I you know. <laughs> got and it looks uh, the their their satellite or their telescope looks eerily similar to the Arecibo. So, according to Scientific American, alien hunters discover a mysterious signal. From Proxima Centauri. What's that dated? This is dated December 18th, 2020. Because I think that's probably the same signal that they've been investigating for a little while. Yeah, it is. Is it? I'm pretty yeah, sure. it is. Because I saw that, uh, that stuff and then another one popped up and they're like, oh, you know. But this is the same signal from right, so before. Is it? Because it's yeah. the, what they say is the signal uh, occupies a very narrow band of the radio spectrum, 982 megahertz, uh, which is a region typically bereft of transmissions uh, from human-made satellites and spacecraft. Quote, we don't know of any natural way to compress electromagnetic energy into a sing- single bin uh, in frequency, end quote, such as this one. Uh, so it's not a natural signal. Mm, that's a that's a leap. Just because we don't know of a way to do it doesn't mean it can't happen in nature. Well, yeah, sure they say that. Just because there aren't, uh, we don't know. But they if also there's say aliens this, doesn't this is, mean there's not. That's aliens. exactly right. This is what it, this yeah. this is how the whole article starts. It says it's never aliens until it is. Until it is, yeah. Until. Well, they got you to read the article, didn't they? They did. Probably yeah, because aliens had to man click through hello. A few they're real and things like that to get to it. I think the aliens uh, made COVID to kind of, you know, call the herd, so to speak. <laughs> well, it makes it easier to, you know, take us over. Well, if they know right where we're at, we all have to stay home. They know where we're at. They can beam us up and probe our asses. Yeah. Well, I mean, most people are home at night anyway when they do ass probes. So what's how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? I do all my anal probing during the day. What do you think I'm so busy doing during the day that I can't watch TV? <laughs> Makes sense. Now I know. <laughs> Who's ready for a pod crawl? Yeah, that went to a weird place. Let's yeah, go. let's do this. 
We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. We start the conclusion to season two with a horse chase in space as Boba disables an Imperial transport with an ion cannon. We know this because the co-pilot makes certain to tell everyone that it was an ion cannon. <laughs> this tell and not show technique will become a running gag throughout this episode. At least I hope it was a gag. Anyway, Fennec, Kara, and Din all board the transport, which was taking Dr. Evil back to Moth Fring's ship, and they generously <laughs> offer to take him the rest of the way. To make it look convincing, Boba acts like he's trying to blow them up when they leave hyperspace, and the transport really wants to board the cruiser. However, the tower tells Ghost Rider the pattern is full, and to fuck right off. <laughs> Ghost Rider, however, is a maverick and shoves her way into the ship anyway. Once inside, they mow down all the stormtroopers, and make their way to the bridge where Gus has already noped the fuck out. Meanwhile, Din is making his way to the dark trooper fridge to lock the doors, but doesn't make it quite in time. After he tussles with a giant, nearly impervious robot for a bit he goes old school, and shish kabobs it in the throat. Not sure why that kills it, but it does. Anyway, he spaces all the rest of the platoon of droids, and makes his way to Baby Yoda's suite. There he confronts Fring, who just really wants to keep the dark saber because it's cool, and makes his peen bigger. Din is fine with that, he just wants to get Baby Yoda, and leave town, but of course there's a double cross, and we get the Besker Spear vs Dark Saber fight they have been teasing us with all season. Din is a much better fighter than Gus and takes him down quickly, recovering both the baby and the saber. He makes his way to the bridge to take Bo-Katan her saber back, but she says nah man, I would have to kick your ass first. So Din says, let's just say you kicked my ass, but she huffs and puffs, and gets blown the fuck down by Moth Fring trying to escape. At this point, all the dark troopers that were spaced have returned and formed a line of death, and destruction outside the blast doors, which they are currently beating in. Everyone gets prepped for their last stand, the situation looks hopeless, but Deus Ex Skywalker shows up and quickly dispatches any threat there might have been of this episode being really good. Luke communes with Baby Yoda for a bit, Din takes off his helmet, and has a tearful goodbye with a name that shall not be spoken, and roll what the fuck are they thinking if they are doing a Boba-focused season 3 credits. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so we're done with The Mandalorian season 2. It's all oh, we got you, for today. Our intro and yeah, music yeah. is. Can we just be done with the Mandalorian period? Yeah, we might be. I'm. Uh, it, it's wow. I don't know where they're going to go with season three. Um, I don't know if they're going to be Boba focused on season three, and and Din is just going to, I don't know, go do whatever. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. They're, that they're, that after credit scene just threw me off. It wasn't. It wasn't even. That the like the after credit scene to me was okay. Is it? It just served to confuse fans. That's all it did. Like I know that that's how they wanted to announce the new Boba Fett spinoff series, right? Like uh, surprise, guys! We didn't announce it last week, so here it is. Ha ha ha! Fooled you all, fuckos. You thought we were gonna, uh, you know, uh, replace Din with Boba, but we're not, or are we? We don't know. Ha ha! Well, and they may have- just. They may have actually announced it last week, and it may have been one of the blackout sessions that that they rolled on. So I don't know, um, because to the general public, whenever they were streaming their investor day videos, they would have blackout moments that non-investors didn't get to see. Right. So it, it may it have just, actually been announced during that, and everybody just kept it a fucking secret, which I, 
I kind of find hard to believe. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't, I, again, I don't know what they were thinking. Number one, throwing that in at the end, I, it's a dumb way to announce a spinoff series. And like I said, just confuse the fuck out of everybody. But for me, the bigger issue with this whole episode, I, I want to be clear with everybody. I will end up watching whether we cover it or not. I will watch season three of the Mandalorian, but that doesn't mean that I can't bitch about it. I can absolutely bitch about it because this just goes to a larger problem that I have seen all throughout season two. And that is, I don't think they know what the fuck they're doing. They spent two whole seasons creating this bond between baby Yoda and, and Din, right? They really creating this bond. And you get to see it, and Ahsoka comments on it and says, you know, he doesn't really want to go. It's going to have to be his choice, yada, yada, yada. And then they do what I said they were going to do. They brought Luke Skywalker back, the most lazy way yeah. to do anything, just hack riding all the way around. Let's bring Luke Skywalker back. Let's not open this up to other folks like Cal Kestis or Ezra Bridger. No. Let's just fucking bring Luke Skywalker back and they bring him back. And he's like, oh no, baby Yoda wants to go. He just wants your permission. So Luke could figure that out. Uh, but Ahsoka couldn't, I just, I have a hard time with that. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't think they know what they want to do. And so now well, we're no, left I don't think, with, with, I don't think with, it was that Ahsoka didn't know. I'm saying that, you know, she was saying she can't train him. So a Jedi will find him. So I don't think it was that she didn't know and didn't know that he wanted her his permission. I think it just didn't matter because she wasn't going to train him. Maybe. But she said she couldn't train him because the emotional bond between uh, Din and Baby Yoda was too strong. Yeah, right. look, she, she has the old school training. Luke, Luke force, uh, focuses on the new school training, which is, you know, when your dude starts turning evil, you try to kill him. You try to kill him, right. Yeah. yeah, makes total sense. Yeah, Star Wars is so all over the place in the last decade that I, this is just, to me, The Mandalorian Season 2 is a microcosm of a larger issue within Star Wars. And it's they're trying to make everybody happy. And by trying to make everybody happy, they force in nostalgia and they shoehorn in fan service where if it's just a good fucking story, it'll be a good fucking story. Yeah, I don't like... I, I, I'm done with it. I don't like that they brought Luke in either. Um, I, I said that last episode. I said that I think there's going to be a Jedi at the, the at the end, and there was, but that I hope that it wasn't Luke because I think that would be just over-the-top fan service. And that really was, was what it was. I mean, they had Mark Hamill doing his voice. They used a de-aged Mark Hamill face on a body double, and that kind of worked. I mean, it... Looked a lot like him yeah. at the end of of uh, yeah, the lips didn't quite move enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't great, but I mean, it, it was better than the Leia and the Tarkin CGI that they had a few years ago. Yeah, I would say it was on par with what they did in uh, that other ship movie with Luke and Leia running around training. Oh, the the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I see. We're 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 using our fake names. <laughs> But the way that they brought Luke in was just, they they totally killed the suspense in the fucking episode. 
you have this line of, of dark troopers. And as far as we knew at this point, the dark troopers could have been impervious to the lightsaber. I mean, they had a fucking lightsaber in the room with them. Din had the fucking dark saber, but we didn't know if that dark saber was going to be effective against the dark troopers because I mean, Din just got his ass handed to him by a dark trooper. And it was just a, I guess a lucky thrust of the Beskar spear that, that saved his ass. Well, and not you, only you that, you think but, those guys are uh, networked together? I, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they, they communicate. Yeah. 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 I, hmm. I, I guess they spent an entire season and even part of this season talking about how Beskar was looted by the Empire, right? Right. Okay. Why weren't these fucking things made out of Beskar? I thought they were up until the point where Luke came in and just mowed them down like he was fucking doing his lawn. It's such shitty writing. It is literally top tier level shit writing by a bunch of fucking hacks that think they know better than everybody else. And so was there not one person sitting in the room of writers that went, why isn't this made out of Beskar? Right. Like what did, what did the empire do with the, all the best car they looted? Like they certainly didn't make stormtrooper armor. Out of it. <laughs> fuck no. That shit breaks like plastic. Right. So what the fuck were they doing with it? Like it should have, that's what these things should have been. They yeah. They should have been, been Jedi killers. Yeah. It doesn't, I'm just so fed up. And it's not that I think that I know better. It's that if me, a guy who is not a writer, a guy who, is not really creative in that kind of way can come up with a better story than the fucking assholes sitting in a, in a Disney fucking writing room that get paid a shit ton of money. Like there's a problem there. It's just a big problem. And, and to tear baby Yoda away, you know, he's coming back. You know, he's coming back. I don't know that he's coming back. I why wouldn't he? they have spent so much money on marketing and baby Yoda is such a fucking money pit for these guys. Like they could literally just print their own money with all of these fucking baby Yoda toys. Why would you take that away? They're not, they're not taking it away because where was baby Yoda after uh, Luke tried to kill Ben? Well, unless Had they've got moment. some kind of other secret spinoff series, it's like Jedi Academy or something. I can see them doing that too and putting oh, Baby Yoda in that. Fuck's sake, I do not want to see any more Skywalker. Okay, I'm telling you right now, Star Wars is Jedi. The Jedi are the fucking central point to start. What was the last scene before we went into credits on this show that's supposed to be a Mandalorian centered show? It was a fucking Jedi. Right. I, I'm, but that's my thing is that's what I'm saying. I don't want any more Luke Skywalker. The Skywalker saga is over. Okay. Well, they it's can do over. a Jedi Academy show without Luke being in every episode or even in any episode, except maybe but the first. Why not bring, bring Ahsoka. In somebody Ooh, in fresh? Ahsoka is, the Ahsoka no, show. Ahsoka is not a Jedi. Baby she's Yoda. already made it very clear. She's not a Jedi. Baby Yoda is going to go no. over and train with Ahsoka. Why in not Jedi have Temple. Cal Kestis? Why not have Ezra Bridger? Why not have a whole plethora of other Jedi out there that they haven't that, casted those guys yet? Right, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. There's zero reason to do this CGI fucking deep fake bullshit with Luke Skywalker in a saga that's over, and we all know how it ends. Bring in somebody new and give us something fresh, and they don't. They just rehash the same shit that we've seen for forty years. 
I'm oh, just, no. And they, they give I, us stuff like the Bad Batch and uh, Rogue Squadron. I mean, those are okay ancillary side shows, but I mean, I don't see a whole lot of story in either of those. No, there's not. It's all in this universe. It's all predestined. That's why I'm so excited for the old Republic bullshit that they're going to come out with, even though it's not going to be Revan. It's going to be something fresh, something that we don't know really how it ends. You mean the high Republic? The high Republic. Yeah. Like that kind of like, I'm very excited for that because it's fresh. It's new. It's not Skywalker centered. And when you play in this universe, but again, it's, it's Jedi centered. And Star I, Wars okay, is Jedi. So? Yeah, but I'm okay so, with that. That's fine. I'm okay it's with different that. different Jedi. Yeah. It's not, the same, it's not the same Jedi for the last, you know, 50 years. Well, that's, 40 years. That, that's, right. what, that's, yeah. what that's my point, though. That's what I'm trying to say is Star Wars keeps dancing around this whole Jedi thing. They try to bring shows that aren't Jedi focused, but I, I think the fans are speaking. They want the fucking Jedi. They, they want Jedi in their shows. They just want a Jedi focused fucking storyline. And I, I think the the writing is suffering. I think uh, because they're 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 having to shoehorn in Jedi shit into all their shows because that's that's what the fans are focusing on. And I don't know why they're 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 spinning off all these non Jedi shows when I I just don't see the the draw. Biting time. They're biting uh, time. maybe. But here's the thing. I, like as much as I hated seeing Luke Skywalker, and I literally looked at my wife and went, "I fucking called it." Like, yeah, you did. I, if I'm calling, hey, it, I like, called the fact problem. that they were bringing the whole posse back. You, you, you only, guys said, you guys said no to both. Well, they didn't bring back. They didn't bring back what's his nuts from the first uh, episode. Oh, uh, what's his nuts? Yeah, oh, Chubbs. Yeah, not Chubbs. He uh, wasn't there. He doesn't count. Uh, uh, and neither uh, was uh, uh, Marshall the, Walker. Martin, didn't yeah, count. Yeah, that dude, Marshall. Anyway, I looked at Mark, her and I'm Marshall like, Vance. I'm like, I fucking called oh. it like, this is just bullshit. But then when he crushed that, uh, that dark trooper with the force, I went, I literally, I looked at my wife and I, went, all right, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that was cool. We do want cool. to see that stuff. But if you're going to have a show called the Mandalorian, like there is zero reason to bring in anybody else that that's not a Mandalorian. I was even okay with them bringing back Boba Fett. Fine, you fucking shoehorn him in. What the fuck ever? Like, he's not going to be the main focus, so I don't care. But then they bring back Luke. It's just like, guys, come on. Like, if you're going to make him go somewhere, Baby Yoda go somewhere, because that's what Din thinks is best for him, then fine. Have him go somewhere else. And then at the beginning of next season, like, it's, it's Baby Yoda's, you know, acting out or whatever, like a fucking toddler does. Uh, and, and then Din's got to go pick him up from, uh, you know, Jedi daycare because <laughs> he's having fucking issues. Like I, something, I don't know. Yeah. But there's gotta be something because the whole thing is, is there's still such a mystery behind baby Yoda, where he came from, who, who like, now so we, we know his name Luke has no, no mystery anymore, right? Ah, uh, we yeah, don't know his name. Luke that has name's not no his idea real name. where he came from. We're just gonna take him back to Dagobah, thinking that's where they live. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, only if they do the My Stick song. Yeah, seagulls poke at my head. Not fun. <laughs> okay, love that song. Yeah, no, I, 
I don't know. I it was backpack. it oh, had wow. promise. This this final episode had promise, and then I hated the way that they just brought in Luke to fucking solve everything. Jedi's Jedi solves everything. The the use what? of the force solves everything. It's basically Let's, the moral it, of this Deus story. Ex Jedi. <laughs> Deus Ex Skywalker. Let Let's also Man. not forget the other issues of this show because there are there are more than just the Jedi problem. The other issue is, hey, here's your dark saber back. Oh no, she's got to fight you for it. Oh. She does? Did she fight Sabine? No, she didn't fight Sabine. Oh, but now she's got to fight Wait, Mando? Sabine gave it to her willingly? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's weird. So it doesn't she make got sense. It will- she got it willingly the first time, but now... But not the second time. Yeah, you can only do that once, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you get one mulligan. Yeah. One I, it mulligan. just doesn't make sense. So, yeah. so not only are they literally pandering to people who don't know anything about Star Wars, but they are insulting the intelligence of those of us that do enjoy the lore and enjoy the universe uh, as a whole and basically just shitting on it. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it, it's dumb. It's all over the place. It's again, it's hack writing. It is literally Lucas level hack writing. And I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it as a fan and I'm tired of it as, as someone who just wants to be entertained. I don't want to have to pick shit apart unless I'm doing it in a fun and cheeky manner as we typically do on this show. But all this season, I have been so pissed off at star Wars because it's literally doing what it did with the fucking sequels. And I'm just sick of it. I'm tired of what they're doing to the fandom. I'm tired of what they're doing to the universe. And maybe I was having this conversation with some friends the other night. Uh, uh, we were socially distanced. We were having a Zoom herf. Uh, a herf is where you're smoking cigars together. Anyway, I said, maybe I'm just old. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe the new generation wants this kind of stuff. Maybe the younger folks like this kind of story writing. It's just hack shit story writing. And I'm just old and crusty, and I don't want to let go of how good the first three movies were. And I'm willing to say that that might be the case. But something about the level of my intelligence doesn't really allow me to just let it go. Because on some level, I really think that they are just doing fan service to fucking print more money, and it's driving me nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean— I guarantee you at least most of this is is financially motivated. But I think one of the things that they might be trying to set up for season three is a conflict between Bo-Katan and Din. Now that Din holds the Darksaber, apparently he is the de facto leader of the Mandalorians. Maybe he decides he doesn't want to give it up. Maybe he decides that the way that Bo-Katan was leading the Mandalorians isn't the way that the Mandalorians should be led. And that creates conflict between them. And so they actually do get into their little fight. And I don't know. Who knows? I, I, I thought it was kind of dumb that. Nobody. Nobody knows. I thought it was the problem. kind of dumb that she would have had to have challenged for the Darksaber in the first place. I mean, it was stolen from her. She's just recovering stolen property. No, that's how it works, dude. It doesn't make sense. I mean, did, I mean, did Gideon actually fight her for it or did he just abscond with it? Because if he fought her for it and won, then he's the leader of the Mandalorians. Right? Yeah. We don't know how she got, how it got rid of. Well, he's not a Mandalorian and neither is, neither is Boba as was made very clear in the last two episodes. 
Well, but does it matter? He has the Darksaber. I mean, if the Darksaber is that important in Mandalorian culture and he took it by might, like, I guess you have to, doesn't that make him a, at least an honorary no, Mandalorian to, and leader no, of the Mandalorians? No, you have to be a Mandalorian to lead Mandalorians. I don't think they just let Not any asshole in there. Didn't, uh, didn't uh, Darth Maul... Uh, wasn't he in charge of the Mandalorians at one point? I don't know. Again, because I don't get that deep into the lore anymore because all they do is shit on it. Well, I That's thought that was part of do. the uh, Clone Wars or whatever. I, dude, look, let me let me explain something to you about the Clone Wars. There were literally probably five episodes of the Clone Wars that were worth a shit. I'm sorry. there It was very much a kid's show. Very much a kid's show. And, and I watched it for some of the episodes because you start getting into the lore and you start getting into the, the the father, the son, and the daughter, and then the will of the force and all that kind of stuff. That really goes hand in hand with a lot of, of theology and mysticism and things that I, I really enjoy. But there are look like like five episodes across however many seasons that they had that I enjoyed that I was like, okay, I can this is this is actually pretty good. But overall, it was written for kids. It was meant to entertain children. And it doesn't even attempt to grow up with them, which I think you have to do every generation. You have to try to grow with your audience. And if you don't, you become stale and stagnant and you just keep shoehorning in the bullshit that we've seen. Like, and I'm just, it's just, I can't be more disappointed in Star Wars and the writing and Kathleen Kennedy and, and even Favreau on some level. And to be honest, I, I'm really disappointed, maybe more so than anything else. I'm disappointed with the fans because we just accept it and we keep watching it and we keep buying their bullshit. And I am just as guilty of it as everybody else. But at some point, enough is enough. I've, I can't tell you how many memes in the last seven days I have seen uh, like that are John Favreau and Dave Filoni save Star Wars. And I'm just like, you guys, fuck me. Like, you're part of the problem. They're not saving Star Wars. They're just making it worse. But maybe that's it. Maybe this generation just likes shit. Maybe they love shit sandwiches mm -hmm. and fucking shit cakes with turd frosting. <laughs> maybe that's what they like. I, mean, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's probable that we're in the minority on this. Yeah, but that's okay. It, is it? it I, is. I don't know if it is. Because we're done. I, look, I don't want to go into a huge social commentary here, but I feel like it isn't okay. It's not okay. And I don't know how much of it's just generational and me being a crusty old man and I how much you're... of it is like society is really changing to be dumber and that idiocracy is going to end up being an autobiography and not a story of fiction. Because that's kind of what it feels like we're slipping into. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So Maybe. so there is one thing that I really liked about this uh, episode. Would you like to hear it? Um, sure. Good. Well, I figured, you know, we could have some uh, lightheartedness instead of such Debbie Downer coming from James. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I really liked the uh, music that they had for the Dark Troopers. I thought it was... Pretty cool music. I don't remember it, so I it wasn't. That's it, too bad. You should go back and listen to it. it it's got pretty good beat. Yeah, it wasn't something that. Oh, it the was, dubstep music. It was dark. 
Yeah. Oh yes, I do. I do remember the dubstep. I was like, oh my god, Star Wars dubstep. (laughs) Yeah, right. It was. It was a. It was a strange change of pace, and it actually it kind of fit them in in terms of like, okay, these guys are kind of out of the norm, right? You know, the robots that are like extremely badass. Yeah, that uh, was Roger. Roger. That was definitely a a left turn on on the music that we've heard in the in the series so oh, far. Yeah. Okay, not look. You just brought up another point, and I, by the way, I did like that music a lot. Uh, you said the whole Roger Roger thing, and that reminds me that Moff Gideon used the line that was that was uh, uh, the the well, what did he say? The human element. Yeah, was the, the last was the last thing that had to be removed. Yeah, the phase three. Um, it was. It no, wasn't, it wasn't Moff, Gideon, Moff. It was, it was the was, cloner. Yeah, it was the cloner. It was yeah. the doctor and the okay. transport. And all I could think of was, do you not remember the Clone Wars? Like it was literally robots against <laughs> stormtroopers. Yeah, the the Trade Federation yeah, but they were just shitty, mass they were shitty those ass robots. robots. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's not like that technology hasn't been around for twenty years. It well, has. Apparent, well, I think apparently, they had some sort of like. Maybe they had advanced AI in them. I don't know. Well, I, th- I think that was the point. I think this was the third generation of the Dark Trooper, but the previous two generations were actual people in Dark Trooper armor. And so they finally got the artificial intelligence good enough to uh, be better than a person in the Dark Trooper armor. And so they could just making, eliminate that that point. In making uh, uh, critical thinking. Because decisions. if you remember, the, the droids in the Clone Wars were centrally um, centrally controlled. And once you took out that control ship, they all just shut down. And you're telling me it took 20 years to get to that point? Well, well, no, this we was, had a civil this war. This was farther than 20 years. Um, 30 years. No, there were some, some issues. Okay, yeah. whatever. Whatever, whatever. All I'm saying is that that just seemed like a weird a weird thing to say that that's the reason it took so long to make stormtroopers that were uh, not human. I mean, it just seemed weird to me. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. It, it was, I, I didn't because understand the, the, the whole dark trooper thing anyway, towards the end. I thought they were, I thought they were supposed to be this, this elite crack kind of warrior that was, you know, there to fight Jedi and, and cause yeah, they got Din shot him. Din shot him and the, the uh, blaster bolt ricocheted off right just off like of it was yeah. Beskar. So, I mean, yep. we've seen that tons of times yeah. previously in the season, but it turns out that they're not made out of Beskar. And so. No, but oh, no, are, are they, or aren't they? Because if it wasn't made out of Beskar, the fact that that robot, that, that death trooper kept pounding the shit, out of Din's head to the point where I got bored <laughs> before it was over and it, his head kept going further and further back till it burst a pipe. Uh, at some point, if it's not Beskar, wouldn't that have given out hitting it, hitting Beskar at that force? Yeah, I repeatedly? don't know. I mean, it's, it's obviously something stronger than Durasteel, but not as strong as Beskar. Right, because you figure that's what the blast doors would be made out of is dura steel, and I'm not exactly sure. I mean, uh, that would they they must be punching with some kind of super forced impact to be able to even 
bend the steel like that. I, I don't. It, it it didn't make a lot of sense that they were punching through a fucking blast door. Yeah. Uh, and then Din's helmet didn't get dented, but uh, Boba's got dented. Yeah. What the way? fuck made the dent in Boba's helmet if it's suddenly Beskar? We, I mean, it's been retconned. We talked about this last week. It was it was vibranium. <laughs> no adamantium. Adamantium Whatever. bullet. You're you're getting okay. your well, Marvel I, super steels mixed up now. Ah, uh, damn. Sorry. I don't. I, it's just again hack writing. It's not. It's inconsistent. It's not being careful. It's not being careful with the universe you're given to play in as right. a writer. Right. And it, and Star Wars is a world building universe. And one of the tenets of making a good universe, whenever you're world building is consistency in the laws and basically the physical laws. Uh, how, if you have magic, how that works, it's consistency in the way shit works in your universe. And whenever you start, you know, being inconsistent, you're going to, you're going to lose a lot of people that are consuming that media. I'm one of them. I'm, I'm out. I, I'm out. I'm just out. I don't, I don't know how much more star Wars stuff that I, I, I will buy. I mean, the baby Yoda stuff, the stuff that I like, I'm, I'm sure I'll probably get, but as a whole, like I'm, I'll watch the stuff, but I am not my expectations for star Wars from, from this point on, because Mandalorian season one saved star Wars for me. Like it really did. Like that is the season that should be held up as the standard for what star Wars can be. And they lost me this season. They absolutely 100% lost me. I'll watch it. I, I will. I'll, I'll try to turn my brain off and enjoy it. But I, I don't know how much of a fan of Star Wars I really am anymore. And I might just be done with the whole thing. And I know we're not talking about Star Trek, but I would have never thought in 100 years that I would say Star Trek is better than Star Wars and actually mean it. But it's at least a consistent world, even with all of the retcon bullshit that they pull with all of their different series, even with all of their utopian fucking, like all of that stuff, their politically correct bullshit, all of it. It's, it, it is a much more consistent product than star Wars. I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I think the, I think the universe that they've built in, in star Trek is more consistent. And that hurts to say, it's not, I like both. I've always liked both franchises. I always have. I've always been that guy. I've been that geek. I've, I've always liked both, but I've always liked Star Wars more for its, you know, the mysticism and the, the, the theology behind it and just the way that, that the original three were written and, and shot. And it just, it was always held a little higher for me than, than Star Trek. But now I, Star Trek's just, consistently better. I, so I was much the same way. I, I enjoyed the star Wars stuff a lot more until I think we got to the prequel trilogy and they started doing the predestination of the force of the force is this living entity that basically decides winners and losers. And then I was out because before that star Wars I mean, the force was just a, basically a cosmic force. It was just something that was there like gravity. And, um, I think even in the, um, the new Jedi order series, they, they treated it as, you know, a tool. It was, it was a way to get things done. It was, uh, it was quantifiable. 
um, and and you could manipulate it as such. But once it became a character in the Star Wars universe, I, I that really turned me off. And the whole prophecy thing, prophecy is such fucking lazy ass writing because prophecy is typically so goddamn generic and vague that you can you can put any kind of historical event up against a, a, a prophetic verse and say that it matches it. It just prophecy is bullshit. And I hate whenever prophecy is put into writing unless it's cleverly done as, as a, a device to kind of throw off characters. But the way that they treated prophecy was not that way in, in star Wars. Prophecy is dumb, fucking shitty ass, lazy writing. And I hate prophecy. I, I, okay. I don't, I don't know if I hate prophecy. I don't I don't know because I think in any any culture there's prophecy. There's always been prophecy. There's always been uh fortune telling and, and futurism and, right. and, and and that kind of sure. stuff. In every culture. So but when you that but in when you have Star Wars a, is okay. But when you have a story focused around it, that that's bullshit. It's 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 shit writing. I think it's lazy writing. I, I think it's it's lazy writing, but everybody likes that struggle against prophecy. Right? Like that's the, cause you're the underdog and everyone loves an underdog story. But th- that that's the whole thing with prophecies. You can't have a struggle against prophecy because the prophecy is so vague that even at the end of the struggle, you could twist the prophecy to say that this was how it was supposed to be. I, oh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I think that there's something about having those conversations as fans. And that's where a lot of the, like, that's a lot of where a lot of my enjoyment comes from is talking about those things. Uh, from the perspective as a fan, like what, what is like, is this how it's supposed to be interpreted? How is it not supposed to be interpreted? I, I kind of dig that stuff. So I don't know. I, I guess I don't really, I, I guess I don't have a problem too much with it. I didn't care for how they played this prophecy out with, with Anakin. I thought that was dumb. Uh, I thought the, the, the prequel writing was just, literally anybody could have written the prequels better. I thought the sequel writing it didn't was, need a prophecy. No, it didn't. It didn't. One at all. Cause the, you the already prequels knew what happened. Were, the prequels were focused around the prophecy of Annika being the one and bringing balance to the force. That's what I'm saying. They didn't yeah, need except, it. Except it wasn't in four five or six. Right. They didn't. It was need never it mentioned. So why they didn't need it in the first ones. I mean, yeah. we just got, but, you know, that, that was my prophecy, whole point. It's just, I was into star hey, Wars until uh, the prequel trilogy. <laughs> I think a lot of people well, take, were. <laughs> well, yeah. Everybody was into Star Wars up until, um, you know, Qui-Gon ran into a floppy dare ear dude. No. I mean, even even with Jar Jar, I was okay with the first movie, except for the whole prophecy and midichlorian. Th- I mean, even the midichlorians, I was like, okay, well, they're trying to explain how people use the Force. They're comparing it to mitochondria in, in uh, cells that we have. And so I guess the, you know, Star Wars mitochondria is how you focus the force through yourself. And the more mitochondria count you have, the more force sensitive you are. Okay. I can see that they're, they're trying to explain that. And then, oh, but he's going to, he's the one going to be bring balance to the force was, yeah, I was out. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. I, I yeah I, I don't know I think maybe dude maybe we're just too old that probably is it maybe 
I'm willing. I, I know I'm willing one to person accept that, that would agree with you. Well, yeah, I mean, right. well, so yeah. I have consumed really good media. I have read and watched and listened to great stories, and some of those stories have even been in the Star Wars universe. And so I have a high bar as to what I think is good. And maybe they that's have the not problem. You been, just need to turn your brain off, right? No, and they have I, not been meeting that bar. Because there's something to be said about a movie that you can turn your brain off and enjoy. Yes. Right. I, but this isn't it. Yeah. And, and it's not it because like we've said, it's this whole world. That's just so inconsistent all the time with all these different people that have different visions of what it's supposed to be. And nobody, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy, I, I don't even know what the fuck she's doing. She's supposed to be like the Kevin Feige, right? Of star Wars. So, so they need a Kevin Feige. They of need star Wars. somebody they and really it ain't need her. No, it's not. And it's not John Favreau and it's certainly not Dave fucking Filoni. So I think one of the things, one of the major differences between stuff that you consume that you can just turn your brain off and, and enjoy it in the moment and stuff that you consume that uh, you really want to uh, enjoy the consistency and have really good stories. I think the difference between those is you are invested in the stuff that in the long run that you're looking for a good story. You're invested in the characters. You're invested in the story. You're invested in the world. The stuff that you can turn your brain off of, you have a very minimal investment in that. You might understand and care about the characters a little bit, but if you know the, the movie or, or TV show or book or whatever you're reading, whatever you're consuming, you know, ends up shitting the bed, it's not that much of a loss and you move on with life. And, and so you're willing to overlook a lot of dumb shit in order to glean the enjoyment in the short term out of that. I like Michael Bay movies. Yeah. I mean, I like some of his movies too. Bad boys. The bad boys series is not one of those, but yeah, <laughs> but I like the rock. The rocks a really good movie. Oh, the rock. Yeah. The rock was fantastic. I didn't mind the first bad boys. The second one was probably wasn't really that great. No, I don't but like again, Martin It's like, Lawrence. I could just, I could, yeah, I know. I could just turn my brain off. And, in, and enjoy the ride. And I can't with Star Wars because there is some, I think there is some intelligence that you have to use uh, to really get into the world. And, and, and it's such, it's such a rich and complex and colorful universe that Lucas has created that has just really, it's just in shambles now. I mean, it really is. And, and until someone comes along and just really is like, look, we, we, we need to fix some shit. Like let's, fix some shit. It's just, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good for me. I mean, look, if you're a star Wars fan and you enjoy it, great. Good on you. I don't want to ruin your enjoyment. I really don't. But if you ask me, if you say, Hey, how do you, how do you feel about star Wars? I, I'm going to tell you, I fucking hate it. I'm going to tell you that, it, that it is shit the bed, uh, since, since the prequels and it really hasn't recovered. And, until I, I'm going to be honest until the prequels get fixed and the, the sequels get fixed, nothing, nothing's really going to, nothing's going to get fixed. I mean, there, there will be, there will be diamonds in the rough as they say, like the first season of the Mandalorian where you're just like, fuck, why can't star Wars be like this all the Rogue time? One, which, Rogue, Rogue one. Was one. one. Yeah. Rogue one diamond in the rough, but then it's followed up with solo. It's just like, what? What? How can you make things like Rogue One and things like the first season, The Mandalorian, and then you follow it up with Solo 
in the season two of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There is such a dichotomy between how good it is and how bad it is. And there's not really any in between with star Wars. It's either really good or it's just shit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about it the other night we were singing Favreau's praises and I think we were a little premature, especially before season two that he was, you know, just the, the, most well, remarkable one, writer was. that we've we've seen so far in the Star Wars series, and he was for the first yeah. season. But thinking back on the other shit that he's wrote, written, um, I mean, he, the inconsistency was there and staring us in the face. I mean, compare Iron Man to Iron Man Two. Iron Man Two was fine, but I mean, it it definitely wasn't Iron Man level writing there. He wrote Iron Man Two. Yeah, he wrote and directed Iron yeah. Man Two. Yeah. Okay, well, I knew he did Iron Man. I, I didn't remember that he did Iron Man. Yeah, in fact, he, he the only one that he didn't do was Iron Man 3. That was uh, Shane Yeah, Black. but Iron Man 3 was objectively shit. <laughs> it was just bad. Okay, no, so so he didn't write Iron Man. He just directed Iron he Man. He directed Iron Man, right? He wrote yeah. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 wasn't terrible. It wasn't no, good. No, that's right. Justin Thoreau wrote Iron Man 2. Yeah. Iron Man 2 wasn't terrible. No, it, it wasn't was okay. terrible, but it wasn't as good as Iron Man. Well, no, of course not. It, it, but Iron Man 3 is where they shit the bed. I mean, that, I mean, if you're going to talk MCU uh, outside of the Hulk movies like the and the Fantastic Four bullshit, which isn't really MCU, like that, that's the worst movie in, in the lot is Iron Man 3. Like, hands down, far and away, head and shoulders above the rest. It is the worst in the MCU universe. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, Thor Dark World might might push the uh, might push that. In. Yeah, that might be the second or third worst. But I have a I have a soft spot for Thor. He was my favorite superhero growing up. So I, so I, I think I, I think there's a little bit of bias there. But Thor Dark World was pretty bad. Worse than Iron Man three though. I think where so. yeah, where what's his nuts wasn't the bad guy. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Sir. Uh, Oh, right, shit. like you have Ben Kingsley. Yep, Sir Ben as, Kingsley. Like, like, why are you not utilizing him as the fucking bad guy? I thought he was like, great so in that stupid. movie, actually. The, the the fact that he could turn on and off the Mandalorian, go from this really sinister uh, Mandalorian character to this fucking soccer-loving, <laughs> soccer-loving <laughs> burnout. Oh, I loved that. Right, but so they did retcon it later, right? We talked about that where he is the bad guy, but... Like they should have done that at the end of the movie. That should have been, if they would have thrown that in at the end of the movie, like the post scene, post credit scene where he's actually the bad guy and he's fooled everybody twice. Like I would have been like, this is a much better movie. Yeah. But they didn't. And it's, and it's star Wars level bad. (laughs) All right, Rob, you got a haiku for us this week. Yep. This one is titled Finally Over. (laughs) (laughs) Female Power Squad. Grogu, meet Luke Skywalker. Fortuno got fat. (laughs) He did get fat. I saw somebody say, boy, Jabba lost weight. And I went, wait, what? what? (laughs) Who thought that was Jabba? Did they not? I guess they haven't seen Return of the Jedi because... Java got killed, right? I was just, yeah. I was so Leia confused. choked him the fuck out. I thought they had him been trolling, but it didn't seem like they were. 
course, Fortuna looked like he was about to get to Java level. Oh, big. he was uh, he was yeah. getting Java level. He was he was channeling his inner Java. Okay, so here's my I, I do have a legit question because I, I don't know. At the end of Solo, we saw we saw Darth Maul was in charge of the syndicate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that was before Jabba was in charge of the syndicate? That was the Red Suns, right? Yeah, or something. I don't fucking know. Was it? Red Dawn? Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah. Crimson. Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Crimson Dawn. Something. Whatever. So it was a rival faction to Jabba's? Yeah, I think yes. so. Okay. They, they, uh, they, they're out of some other city. Calamar? Calamar? I don't know. Some other planet. Rob's Not on Titan. top of it with his Star Wars knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter, Rob. What's the Mando kill count for uh, the end of season two? I'm busy. Hold on. Oh, God damn. He's, what, are you counting? No. You're taking your shoes off? No, no, no. Crimson Dawn. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. Are you doing research on the fly? I am. I am. I'm Why? At Wikipedia, holder of all Star Wars knowledge. Yes. And yeah, I couldn't find it fast enough. All right, so I have a kill count. <laughs> well, that was a big fucking waste of time. Wow. Welcome to Rob <laughs> Podcasting, everybody. Just a giant waste of fucking time. Woo. Uh, so let's see. He had a whopping three today. Uh, three kills. That was it. Wow, that was it. That's that funny. was it. He killed himself. Uh, he killed himself a dark trooper. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he killed the two uh, guards uh, watching uh, Baby Yoda. Oh yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Because he didn't. He didn't kill uh, Moff Gideon. Right. Oh, whatever right? happened so, to the fucking doctor? They just left him on the fucking transport, and we never no, see him. No, I again. don't think they ever. I don't think they ever brought him. I think they left him back over there where they found uh, where they found Catan. Put him in some sort of holding cell. We'll come come pick you up later. Or he's on Slave One. Or yeah, yeah, it could be on Slave One. Yeah. Oh yeah. So no, knows? no, no. He was on the transport before they they boarded the the cruiser because he was telling them about uh, the safety pro or the security right. protocols. Right. So then they moved him over to Slave One, maybe. But no, you know, they, they were on dock. the way. In yeah, hyperspace, look, and look, Slave One was look, shooting at them as soon as stop, they got out of hyperspace. Stop! Quit punching holes <laughs> in this national treasure. This <laughs> is fucking Christ. Look, here's three, what I'll say. Here's three what kills. Say. Hold on, I'm not done. Oh, for fuck's sake. Three kills. Grand total of seventy four for season two. So not quite his. Uh, not quite his high kill count because he had seventy nine in season nine. Uh, season one. So he's up to uh, so 153. Up to 153 kills. Yep. Here's what I'll say. If you, the fans, want us to do Mandalorian season three, like you're going to have to let us know. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, if Jason's like, well, let's do season three, I'm going to just, I, I will sequester myself because uh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I, I, I don't think we're going to do season three unless there's a huge outcry for us to do season three. Yeah. And even then, we may wait until the season's over and do them two at a time so we can get through them faster. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Binge watch eight hours. Because this one week bullshit has extended this shit longer than I wanted. Yeah. Well, one a week for the last 16 weeks. 
you know, we did, we did. Uh, no, we didn't. One. We didn't do season one one at a time. We didn't. No. It sure as hell feels like it. Yeah, it's, it. Yeah, but no, we haven't been doing this for four months. I now. feel like I feel like I've been watching Mando forever. <laughs> I'm just glad it's over. Can can and we, we can do Discovery now? Can, nope. Can can we pick? Can we pick what next week? We're not going to be here next week. So that's what I was going to okay. mention is we're going to take oh. next week off for we uh, are? Christmas and New Year's holiday. Yes. Man. Where the hell have you been? Jeez. I don't know. So this episode Look, is going to drop on the 23rd. Okay, uh, there great. won't be an episode on the 30th. Hello, future. And we will be back. There will be a new episode that drops <laughs> on January 6th of 2021. So. We're gonna Ooh. take uh, we're gonna take next week off for the holidays. We encourage everybody to uh, enjoy their their holiday season, enjoy the New Year's. Hopefully, twenty twenty is gonna be a lot better than or twenty twenty one is gonna be a lot better than twenty twenty. Right. Um, but Rock. one of the Rock. things that we do right. need to do is let's, uh, just, let's just record next week without him. Oh, I like say it. what? Yeah. What What do you what? want to record? Uh, don't worry about it. Just keep talking. You're not gonna <laughs> record anything. We're not Rob recording and I are having next a conversation. Rob and I are having a conversation. We're having a conversation. Yeah. We're going to record next week without you. No, yeah. no, you're not. I mean, you can yeah. record whatever the fuck you want without me, but it's not going up. It'll be a bonus uh, episode. We'll talk about discovery. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I will edit it. I will get it all out. Don't worry about it, Jason. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. No. Be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. Let's let it happen, Jason. Like, I'm just telling hey, you right now, you two just want, relax. You two want to get together and, and <laughs> just, talk about discovery and record it and just let it whack happen. each other off. And you, you go ahead. Just let it happen. Let it happen. You got to take a deep breath. Just relax. Just relax. Uh, we need to relax. pick, we need to pick a show for whenever we get back. Just relax. Uh, so who is one. picking 20, the yeah, number? 21. 21. 21. Yeah, yeah it's got to Yeah, it's uh, in honor of the very first episode of season or season year <laughs> season 21. Season 21. <laughs> Whatever the hell. 21. Okay, yeah. so the year 21. 21. All right. Well, who's telling me when to stop? Don't ever stop, Jason. Just no, relax. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> Let it happen. <laughs> Let it you happen, You're so Jason. fucking creepy. Oh, my God. Go ahead and stop now. All right. I swear, he's he's rigged this thing. I have not rigged this thing. He has. Well, we know it's a good. It's not a good one because he hasn't gone. Oh, it's a good one. It is a good one. Ah, shit. It is is a good one. It's been so long since he's done this. He didn't have IMDb up and ready to go. I still would have had to have looked it up. I wouldn't. (laughs) Fucking psychic. I didn't know what we were gonna. You're normally a lot. You're normally a lot faster at this. All right. So next week. When we come back to celebrate 2021, the wait, first wait, wait, wait. show. So next week, we are we are recording next week. No, not next week. The All next right. time we record. Jesus Christ. So oh. the week after next, when we come back for our first episode of 2021, we're going to talk about the movie where, and this is going to give it away, a Blade Runner must pursue and terminate four <laughs> replicants who stole a ship in space and have returned to Earth to find their creator. Yep. We are going to talk Matrix? about 1982's Blade Runner, directed by Ridley Scott and starring the grumpiest old man in the universe, Harrison Ford. I hate this movie. You hate this movie? Yeah, I really do. I just, I've, I ever got I've it. Never and this, seen this, this movie. is proof that James just doesn't like anything good. 
I just may not just like anything. Like I just may be uh, uh, old curmudgeon at this point that just fucking hates everything. But even when I was younger, I watched like a friend of mine who likes all the same stupid bullshit movies you like, JC. He's like, you gotta watch Blade Runner with me. I'm like, all right, fine. So we may have, you know. I started watching Blade little, Runner one time. We, we and may have, then we may I have been, stopped. Uh, we may have watched it a little high. I, I, just, I didn't get it. I couldn't. I was just like, this is stupid. You like this? He's like, ah, look at the cinematography. Look at this. just beautiful. I'm like, uh, it was kind of stupid. It's got a very deep philosophical thread that runs through it in terms of what it means to be human. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah I, right? I, I can't wait. Yeah, you got to be in the right headspace for this kind of shit. Like, you really yeah. do. And I just, I, I yeah. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> in two weeks, uh, we're going to review uh, Blade Runner. Crowley and I are going to talk about Discovery. No, well, I mean, you guys talk can talk about Discovery all you want, but we're not we're releasing another episode until the 6th. Yeah, we so. are. Yeah. Yeah, Just we stay are. tuned, guys. I'm telling yeah. you, listeners, uh, Discovery. Just wait for it. Now, now yeah. don't be alarmed if for some strange reason BGA or Simply Stogies or... <laughs> Spoiler, they die, happened to release some sort of uh, saddest episode. You two are so fucking it's totally dumb. fine. That's all we've totally got for fine. this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix My Machete. Revolting if you like the, the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord can't, channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace.outlook.com. Truth will get out If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to Smoking and drinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon <laughs> and make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com For this week, I'm Jason How the hell do laser guns jam? <laughs> That's a good question <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Happy New Year everybody I hope you had a great Christmas and I hope 2021 doesn't shit on you like 2020 shit on all of us <laughs> We'll talk to you next week